And yeah, I'll, I'll probably put some sort of progressive <laughs> song at the beginning, like I always do. And then a song, and then with some sort of BBC Sport um, <laughs> song, which is funny because I actually don't watch sport at all. It's only a game, so put up a real good fight. I'm gonna be stinkering you tonight. Hello, I'm Andrew, and I play Masons, and I'm not going to Vengeance. Hello, I'm Mark, and I play Brewers, and I'm not going to Vengeance. Hello, I'm Martin, I play Butchers, and I am going to Vengeance. Boo! I was going to Vengeance, but I'm not now. Boo. Oh dear, it's going to be a podcast of yelling at Martin for going to Vengeance. (laughs) Hopefully he'll lose all his games and make us feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not going to lose that one. (laughs) Right, um, so we have some questions off the internet, or most of them are just trolling, um, and then we'll go into a bit of season two talk. Cool. Um, and um, it can't last too long, because otherwise it will cost me more money. Uh, so let's find the important questions. The important question that everyone's asking, of course, is where is Blackheart's ship? Mark? I don't, don't know. This was an Osborne. Or like, I don't know. I don't really understand. I haven't read all of the fluff. Is it? Does it come out in the fluff? I don't know. Uh, nope, not at all. Martin? Um, I think he parked it in the red zone and uh, it got towed away and it's it's actually in a police storage facility somewhere. I think if you um, if you look inside yourself, I think you find everyone deep inside has somewhere in their heart black heart ship. I think it's what it, I think it's in all of us. I think it's you know a sort of metaphorical ship really. You did say ship. Ah, ah, I got that wrong. Okay. Um, so that was, that was, Either that, that or Gutter's ran off in it, with it, in it, on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fluff. Yeah, fluff, point that. It was actually very good fluff, the season two fluff. It was pretty good. It was. Yeah, yeah, what I've read is good, is I've got to the end of the brewer's bit of reading the fluff, and I've got to the end of the brewer's section, and then I've got the butchers onwards to read, basically, in the book for the rest it, of the fluff to go. Built up the, it built up the Hunters Guild as, as being the mysterious guild that no one ever heard of, who suddenly played football mm. for no reason. And then right at the end, the Masons beat them. So, yeah, yeah that, that was good. Huh. Although, um, on a... Spoilers. Oh, oh sorry. Um, 
<laughs> or not. <laughs> and if you haven't read it, well, you know how it ends. Yeah, well done. It's been out long enough it's now. It's okay. I, I've mentioned yeah, the fact yeah. that Honor gets taken up action as well and she's complaining more. I own to the part of it, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so, next question. Um, who do you, how do you choose which guild you want to play next? What factors do you take into account? So, if you're going to choose a new guild, who would you choose and why? Uh, Mark? Uh, I look what it's in my case and work out why I haven't played in a while. Do you own all of the guilds? Apart from morticians, which are sold to Andy T, and engineers and masons because the wife's got them. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. So, Martin, what do you, if you're going to choose a new guild from scratch, who do you choose and what, well, make, what would make you choose them? Um, I was only Butcher's player because I've only been playing since January, so five months in. Um, I was only playing the um, only playing the butchers, and so I picked up the hunters because I thought they, apart from the fish, to be a kind of a polar opposite team of what I currently played. That's probably why I'm struggling with them so much. Is they are you know very very nuanced and a whole new kind of ball game to uh, to get my head around. But yeah, so the kind of thinking behind it was was just to get a completely different play style uh, and just see how I got on with it really. Um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, I like painting, so they've got to look nice. I mean, one reason, reason why I didn't want to go for engineers was because they're all sort of wood. Mm. I think you can't really make them look different to other people's paint jobs. Yeah, I can see that. I like a set of models that look pretty de- pretty decent, but also, I guess, a different play style. Although, given, given how I play Masons, I guess, because they're kind of very middle of the road, I guess. Engineers keep calling to me like a little bit. Like I feel like I want to play them at some point, but I don't really want to play them at the same time. I like Hoist. It looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he's ridiculous, really, isn't he? He's absolutely lunatic for how many hits it takes to take down. Also, I think you know he's got a momentous push dodge on two hits, so we can get around a bit. I mean, it's yeah. a kick of stat. I don't think you have to use replication on him each game. No, all. I think you're probably better not using replication with him, just because that way he's like got a five influence cap which is like almost like captain superstar-y type shenanigans that you can get away with yeah yeah you can do a lot you can do a lot of work with it i mean it's not going to hurt things very much because his damage is quite low but to be honest no but like around to score goals and midas just scores by running up to people and push dodging his way towards the goal and then kicking so yeah effectively i thought it was really tough i played tom uh, last week and he had Philip stumped for a, probably a couple of activations just because I couldn't because of his uh, reanimate and things. Just couldn't get rid of him. Yeah, it takes a little. Uh, I saw I saw that game. It took a ludicrous quantity of hits. He was on like four health in the yeah. pitch, and she burned sort of what five of a stack, taking him down or something stupid. Like yeah, that. It ruined the whole. It ruined the whole turn. Basically. Yeah, someone coming on the pitch with that little health shouldn't take most of a stack of a captain to take out. Really, might be my dice roll. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, I, I like him. I think um, fish look pretty good fun. I think the bashy fish look quite quite a laugh, especially when sort of uh, veteran siren comes out. I think she's really oh strong. my god, veteran siren strong. Yeah, she looks really good. Um, strong dread gaze or whatever it's called looks awesome. Like yeah, I can that see that being mental. miserable for your opponents. Like with like the Matt Hart sort of attritionman kind of weird build of like. Corsair and then Fangtooth and uh, Kraken Jack Sakana 
I mean, having her behind Kraken and Corsair sounds, sounds a bit miserable, really. Because... Yeah, like all of the two-inch reach players and then her sat there behind them going, have minus two tack and a load of crowding out. It's just miserable. And furthermore, if she gets taken down, she'll teleport and be fine again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, with Corsair, you've got, like, a bunch of momentous damage as well, which you could then use to heal her back as she comes back on. They could be like, have some hits back, and she's like, oh, I come back on one, but I've now got half hit points for having, like, uh, a healy thing done on me, whatever they're called. I can't remember. And having tentacles in there as well, chicken blinds out. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like salt is sort of on the scrap heap now, I suppose, isn't it? Really? Uh, I mean, okay, I haven't played fish. Although, to be honest, given go out the question, they certainly look like one of the teams I'd like to play play next because they look quite fun. And I think they're probably a bit more interesting to me than a straight violence team. But um, yeah, I mean, so what I say is probably completely wrong. Um, But (laughs) you know, salt. I mean, okay, he doesn't do much, but he's pretty quick. And even just as a guy to get the ball back, I mean, yeah, I think. I think a lot of the time he's used as like a dump activation, but occasionally if like a pass goes awry, he can go get the ball and then where they go back and then let it go and then it's like back where it should have been, I suppose. Yeah, that's a tentacle seems really good. Yes. Yeah, because people can drag, or he, he sort of drags himself along and attach into players. Yeah. And um, really Blind though, blind, blind, so good. Yeah. It's been nerfed, but even so, I think it's still pretty good. Um, and... I think the penalty on kick makes it better. Like before, it was like game breaking. It was like when you were playing against Alchemists, it was like, oh. <laughs> so uh, Hemlock or Calculus are going first, and I'm blinded like half yeah. of my team. So. Got quite boring. <laughs> Not the Alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think I think I'd, I'd probably go probably fish next maybe. Um, although morticians look interesting, many because of scalpel. I think she looks really cool. Um, I've played like three games with the hunters at the moment, so they're quite interesting. But I'm still enjoying playing brewers. Yeah, I've switched. I've, I've benched the hunters just for a little bit, just because just trying to get my head around it. Plus prep because I'm going to vengeance, you know. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I thought I'd just practice. So I've had four games with um, Philip now. Um, she's really good. So I'll go back to the hunters afterwards, I think. Do you reckon you're going to be like a small fish in a big pond or a big fish in a small pond? With regards to vengeance, vengeance. Uh, I'm going to lose every game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's not that's not fair. I mean, I think your is... aim should be to go like one and six then. Yeah, so instead honest... of going like zero and seven, you should like go for like one out of one victory out of seven. Yeah, I mean, someone put a, a question out on Twitter about that. What's your aim? So I did say that. So as long as I win one and enjoy them all, then I'm not going to get Yeah, yeah. To be fair, a buy counts as a win. So there we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, th- I think. Um, to be honest. I think I think you're doing the right thing, going going and just going trying to get a lot, get a lot of games in because. I think you only really win and, and learn by having your teeth kicked in by people who are better than you. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I think I've learned the most in the tournaments that I've played in, whether it's either running the tournament or playing the tournament, because things come up that you have to find the answer to right there and then, and then they stick in your head from there on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The weird thing is, like, I've been to some games and tournaments where I've kind of won... You know, not not easy, but I've won a game that was, went quite cleanly, and in some ways yeah. I felt a bit disappointed because I didn't 
learn as much from it, which is weird, because, like, you know, you want to win and do well, but actually, I want to go, oh, well, actually, nothing went wrong then, so, it's like, well... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to getting Philip, I mean, she's so much fun to play, um, right up my street, play style-wise as well, very like, hyper-aggressive, so, you know, I don't mind, you know, don't mind losing enough, but, you know, learning enough with, with the new captain and things will just be a real bonus, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so, tell you what, that, that leads into, into a question a little bit. Um, so, it says here, um, which 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 players are your biggest highlights and disappointment for Season 2? So, it was a go around our guilds, eh? You talk about our, our players and our guilds, because I think um, there's no point doing a full review, partially because it's been done, and secondly, because we might as well talk, talk about guilds, so actually we know how they work, rather than making things up. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, mean, I, I haven't played any... <laughs> models at all from season two yet um many because my main is always so busy and um i want to play i want to play on a tournament until i get good with good with hammer so mark have you used much season, season two stuff have you used um s as much so i so i picked up the brewers after esters and mash were released so um i'd, I'd had them for a while but i only started playing them after mash and esters were out basically um and i've more or less played esters in every tournament i've played since i started playing them i haven't played i've played like some casual games with tapper but all of the competitive games played have been with esters um i wrote an article about her on the site i run but she just she she's a very enabling like she enables the whatever you want to take so much and she can throw out some conditions and some rough terrain which is quite good to sort of slow down faster teams that are going to come and get you um like fish um but equally it allows you to slow down teams like the butchers um and the union to some degree i suppose and probably the masons don't really like being set on fire no um you know you can slow those teams down so that you can position to get the the alpha if you want it or you can prepare yourself ready for them to come into you and stuff like that so she's very very good for that and um <coughs> i think with smoke um having another healing and condition removal mechanic in her heroic play seething vo- seething soothing voice not seething voice that sounds horrible <laughs> um yeah soothing voice which is uh, friendly models within the pulse recover two hit points and remove any conditions currently on them, and that's a three-inch pulse. So she's quite a good captain to not give a lot of influence to. Like you can give her like one to sprint and get into position, and then do a soothing voice if it's needed, or because she's got that. That's a really good ability for just using the point of momentum, and it can heal multiple players a little bit. But I suppose the key use of it is for clearing conditions um from what i've used it for her empowered voice again is another reason that she can play without a lot of influence so she's quite a good battery for a team um which is she can either give out to a friendly guild model within six inches either plus two plus two move plus one damage to playbook damage results or plus one defense so all of those are brilliant like why you wouldn't want any of those is great um, um it, you can 
I suppose in her team, and it sort of ties in with the other season two releases, you could choose to play um, veteran Spigot over sort of original Spigot because you're you've got a movement buff which he could bring. You've got the damage buff which he could bring in tooled up as well. So she kind of offsets the a little bit for that and then he's got an amazing kick score like I think I'm going to play some games maybe this weekend because I'm not going to Vengeance you know um, and try out Proxy and Veteran Spigot along with Esther's Mash Friday and probably Hooper just because I like Hooper he's really reliable um, so you buy Hooper because uh, I've heard people, people rave, about, rave about Hooper but I was found with him, although when I've played against him more than because I've, I've used him myself, is that because you can only, only have three in front of him at once, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I find that if people are knock people aren't knocked down near him, his damage output's quite low. Um, he that? is. It can be, but at the same time, if if they're not knocked down, and Esther's, if you want him to murder somebody, Esther's can just go have a point, have some extra damage. Yeah. True. And then he's doing the same as if he's knocked down. And then, you know, if he charges with true grit up and all of that bonkers, he could wrap, knock somebody down and then, you know, be doing more damage to yeah. them as well. I find, is... that, I find this is very good as a ball carrier because, um, you know... When you yeah, gluttonous ball, mass. Normally, and like, it just makes it... would charge in, you know, get the budget hits, tackle someone, maybe get, you know... They, they're where they go away and he can't do that against her not really no no and she's a good counter attack option she's got pushes which if Flint comes into her bad news for him yeah he gets pushed away or he gets knocked down she knocks people down on three I think off uh, the top of my head yeah three yeah how about MASH and MASH um, so I've played MASH a little bit and he seems good it's just getting him up the field really because he's slow um, yeah, I think that's the main problem I've got with him, but maybe with more practice you'll get him in. Long bomb's really nice to get the ball away from them and back to you like Friday on a wing as well. Yeah, yeah. It's one of his things that's not that you don't use, you don't plan on using, but if it comes up it can be clutch, I suppose. Sort of a last-ditch sort of... Um... Yeah, if you need the ball, like, going far away, he can do that for you. I thought his, uh, his ability on the, the snapshots is just fantastic. I've come up against that a couple of times. It's quite quite lethal, really. It can turn again quite quick. Uh, yeah, and also it might mean that you know, that one cost less can mean you can probably maybe boost afterwards as well, while well, bonus dice at the bonus time to get even <laughs> even better. Um, have you used... I, mean, I guess you haven't used him yet at all, but how about Quaff, Mark? So, I haven't used him yet, um, but I've got a feeling that I would be that he plays better with Tapper, maybe, than initially thought. Purely just because he allows you to move Commanding Aura around with Second Wind. He's like, because Tapper probably wants to go earlier to get Commanding Aura up and delete somebody, so maybe Quaff goes put second wind on him he goes does his shenanigans and then generally whatever tapper hit eyes you know is a thing so then you can reposition him with 
um, second win to get the commanding aura moving. He looks pretty good. I mean, he gets some pretty crazy pushes as well, can't he? Charges in. Yeah, he can do. He can. He's good for repositioning people. He obviously gives out a nice little tack buff as well, but not to captains. Um, oh, I think he'll be good with like Friday and veteran spigot because. Friday, having another six-inch jog at the end of her activation can either keep her away from retaliation if she's just gone and scored a goal. Combining that with, like, run the length, she can go, like, ten inches away, which is probably far enough to keep her safe. Um, or with veteran Spigot, it would allow him to jog back to get within his um, paint-on-your-boots thing which is he gets poised when he's within eight of the edge of the pitch I think it is. Uh, yeah I mean Spigot looks really good I mean kicking without any influence required is, is really good as well um, Yeah, he seems very strong also you know he's got a good playbook as well. Yeah it's very interesting but yeah I think I need to get some games in with him to yeah. sort of see how he plays but I'm thinking we'll see to be honest I think we can probably best see how he turns out and play because yeah, theory caffeine is all very well, but you can't really win theories with the power of maths. I mean, you have to think, you have to see how these things play out, and I think some things don't seem very obvious until you play them and everything else. So I think um, proxy him a little bit and see how we do. Um, so Martin, Yo. Um, so how about Phil A? Phil it. Oh, she's brilliant. Really, really fun. As I said before, I uh, I've had four, yeah, four games. With her, and she's you try not to put six influence on her, but you just can't help it because to use it, you know, it's not like any of them are going to go to waste. Because even if you are fairly out of range, then you can use two of them to do the, the quick foot, which adds her to 11 inch charge. So, yeah, she is ridiculous. As you saw in um, she vaporized rage <laughs> the other week, she um, that's glorious, she is just pretty phenomenal. And um, but which rage, yeah, I mean, I played. I played her with um, uh, Gutter, Shank, Brisket, uh, Boiler and Princess last night, and it didn't stop the other rest of the team doing it because it had up to I think it was thirteen influence I think, um, which is quite uh, quite a lot really to to, to use, and um, it allowed Shank to do some ridiculous stuff, and but it kept the focus on her, so it doesn't become it doesn't become a one-dimensional team as such because, you know, Brisket's so good anyway to, to be able to score goals from anywhere. That I, I think she she is she keeps the focus, but she's she's good enough to uh, to survive it, especially if you put uh, a bit of swift stance on her to give her a defensive six. Yes, um, That's just horrible, fun. that is. It was fantastic. I did a six-point, second-turn, six-point activation, took out two, two players, oh. and it was just beautiful. <clears throat> <laughs> have you used um, do you use Quickfoot much on your team to get him faster? I have been yes, I have used only on her. I haven't used it to spread it around anywhere else. Not really, but, not, not on Shank or uh, no, I haven't. No, I mean with the with when I get the ball, you know, you can do a pass to get Shank a bit further up, and then he can score from there anyway. So it's more around making sure she can get into where she needs to be, um, which is probably surprising to some people how far that can be, and then just cause havoc. And she's still got four. For influence then, then to use to, to to start bleeding people, but it, she is imp- it is important to to when you do that first attack or that charge to get up to four hits to then activate that blood rain because without activating blood rain it kind of um, stifles what she can do a little bit so you're only then knocking out one or two momentous damage because uh, they're on the the two and three hits 
for as soon as you get on that that blood rain. And if you've got Rage in there as well to to total up, then it's just havoc. It just causes chaos. I mean, she seems, she, she seems quite um, linear, really, because she hasn't got many dodges, has she? So she, I think she needs some blood as well, because then she starts doing dodges and things. Because other than that, exactly. she's quite she's quite straight line, isn't she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the blood dance thing. Once you get that going, fantastic. And then you know, the the legendary, you know, it's been reported as not the best, but it works when you need to do some an extra three bit of damage on with a bit of an AOE. Then you, you can go for it. You know, it's not something that you're relying on. But it's definitely a good addition. No, I think it means that just like maybe you know, you can sort of later on make someone just die out of nowhere that they might think is safer. Yeah, as we were talking earlier about, I think about hoist. I needed to use that legendary just to get get rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Like <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> yeah, well, also that game though, you sort of you you first turn. Got the ball, path the ball to get a four-inch dodge, charged rage, murdered rage, and then next turn you charged backwards and took out someone else, and then charged forward again and took out someone else. And each turn she was running around like a lunatic. Yeah, and that was using quick foot each time as well. Because of, because of that, she basically was always on the flank. So actually, she often only was near sort of one person at a time. So her, her legendary player would only ever really hit one person. But it meant, yeah. I guess, she could sort of maybe take someone out quicker without burning her whole, her whole stack or. Yeah, I think so. Well, uh, the other the other uh, season two, so Tenderizer is some someone obviously that was out before I even started playing. So um, I bought him straight away, <clears throat> and he got a lot of game time early doors. Um, certainly against I played a lot of against a lot of the fish, and it just seemed to add that extra bit of element of <clears throat> security. But recently, he's not been getting in. Um, I've just turned into a murderizing team and. It kind of when I'm playing non-competitive games, it kind of slows it all down a bit too much, and and I don't find him necessary. Maybe you get a couple of games at Vengeance this weekend, but so what I would say is tenderize is really good because you're like if you're playing against fish, they want to come towards your goal. Yeah. So there can be like a <clears throat> a situation where you've got like most of the fish team are like kind of within proximity of your goal and up, maybe they're not. But in some turns, I've seen it where it's it's so powerful to give him the four influence to walk up and... Pardon me, sorry. Um, walk up and ground pound and then knock all of those fish down so they're all like, all of a sudden, they're panicking. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. So actually. it's worth... Yeah, it's worth remembering that you can just load him up and just walk him forward and go get on the floor and then everybody within like two I think it is of him is it gets up knocked on their bum yeah um three inch pulse yeah yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's good it's, it's quite hungry though when you, when you want to put him back because he only brings one to the team so there is that temptation just to not put anything on him at all because he's got the you know the bits that you don't need to um to these traits that you don't need to pay anything for so that is the temptation, and when the others are working so such good synergy, I mean, Brisket probably my favourite player because she can score from ridiculous range, and Shanky can't drop. That you know, who do you drop him for? Who, do you, who would you drop from? You know, maybe maybe Boiler, but Boiler adds such a good element and as a secondary. Oh, I would never drop Boiler. Yeah, I would never drop Boiler. Yeah, I mean, once you got what Shank. Brisket, boiler, all seems so solid. It's like, well, 
that that fourth person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's the dilemma, yeah. isn't it? It is a difficult one, I suppose. But then again, when Truffles comes is released, you can kind of use him as your goalkeeper. I know you won't have the the goaltending uh, capability and the, you know the goal defence and rush keeper and all that kind of stuff, but he's going to be a big old slob sat at the back, you know, with a knockdown on two hits and with the yeah. smell blood as well. He might get that little bit of range to catch, you know, catch somebody out. Plus, he's got tough height. So the thing don't about forget though, you can get. You can get goal defence off the new season two gill plots as well now. So, like, if you need it that turn, like they're coming in for a goal and you can't get somebody else back to take it off them, and you've maybe drawn that card, that's like a that's like a truffles moves and ends his activation. Then it makes it that bit harder for them. Yeah. Well, with Princess working so well, you know, with two of those players that I wouldn't wouldn't really drop. It's just another difficult decision, isn't it? <laughs> True. Yeah, Truffles looks pretty good. I mean, you know, hunting him, taking taking him down seems pretty pointless because, you know, he's got tough hide, he's going to be at the back, he's got his sturdy... Um, yeah, he's not going to knock him down. Now they've, made, now they've clarified the rules for goal shots, he can get in the way of the goal fairly handily. He, look, he looks pretty good. I mean, what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on, 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 on um, veteran Brisquet? Veteran Brisquet. So, yeah. So the, the reason I love Brisquet so much is that she can score, I think it's 18, about 18 inches out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. She looks good. So can, so can this one. She can quick time um, and then kick eight. So she can she can do eight. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it was the super shot, wasn't it? This yeah. She, she got eight, she, they, sorry, yeah. Got that wrong, yeah. She has 18, 18 inch threat, the, the new one. Um, and if she scores a goal, she gets, you know, two in for, for the entire game. Yeah. Probably. Certainly buyer. I'm certainly buyer. I'm certainly player. That's amazing. That the above and beyond. I think it's called, isn't it? Yeah, is just right. amazing. That's like, oh my god. <laughs> that allows you to play players like, like Meat Hook and like, you know, the players that don't bring a lot of influence to your team, just because you can quite happily score a goal early with Brisket and then just be like, yeah. plus two influence. I'll take that. That's like the equivalent of scoring two goals for you. But for me, I've scored one. Certainly, the new, the new butcher models have made me buy um, uh, resin uh, fillet, and um, I'm certainly going to get the rest of them. But you are right that the, the, the normal version is a very, very good striker. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's tough, and I like that. I like how it's sort of a challenge to. I fight. do as well. I think she looks nasty as well. She looks immensely annoyed. It's stunning <laughs> artwork. It's, it's really good, and you know, she's still she's a good fighter. She's still got you know. Unbridable movement, movement. She's lost Charmed, but um, she's still pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, slightly more killable because she's not on bike now. But yeah, yeah. With that support from the wing as well, so she's got one less. I'm playing one less for a charge. She's within eight inches of the wing. Yeah, and she got attack buff, didn't she? She went up to attack five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, as for Masons, I mean, I've, I haven't played any of them yet. Um, not even Chisel. Uh, oh, sorry. You know, oh, I've completely forgot she's season two. What an idiot I am. Yeah, I played her sort of maybe five times. Um, I took to, to a tournament a while back, and I had a benched every single game because I thought every every game I looked at her, I thought you're gonna die here. And maybe I'm too care I'm too careful with I'm too worried about her being killed because you know her stats are junk and she has no real health, so she has to really rely upon either. You know, doing so much damage, getting get so much VP that you don't care if she gets taken out, or by running away and being out of the way a lot. 
Um, and so maybe I just need more, more practice with her. I think, obviously, the missile is very good, although I don't actually use it myself um, really at all. So, I ought to give her a go, I think, really. I, I don't think I've fully unlocked her yet, because she's certainly it, she's quite a finesse piece in some respects because of her defences. I think you have to sort of know what you're doing with her, mm. because otherwise we should die pretty quick. I think you almost want to play her so that she goes out once so that you can then bring her back on and then that Painful Rage is, is in play when she comes back on. You want to sort of launch her into your opponent, let her do a load of damage, then let her get put out, then you can just bring her on with one icy sponge and then all of a sudden she's doing quite scary amounts of damage. You've got to be Especially that, with like... Get taken out again pretty fast, can't she? But if you, I suppose, with hammer as well now, you can put like iron fist on her, and then she's got like plus two damage because one for iron fist and one for painful rage. So she's doing like quite scary amounts of damage at that point. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah she, she would be certainly. Um, Professor in harmony. I mean, I I can't wait for her to get released. Oh my! She's... Oh my! <laughs> she's so good. Team player. Team player the ability for her to take damage breaks the game's healing math completely because you it, the game pretty much works around you getting no more than eight hit points of healing a turn maybe less than that if you get conditions cleared and with well, and taking team player she can heal herself as well which means basically kind of almost double the amount of damage a player can take in a turn it's amazing yeah yeah and the fact that if you play tower which you may or may not do that damage can be passed from, say, like, I don't know, Flint to Veteran Harmony down the line to Tower. True, although it's, it's only two in draw on Tower. Um, but but it's four on... Yeah, oh, it's four, yeah, it's four yeah. on... Yeah, I mean, it sounds fun, but I think it's probably a bit more... A bit it's more probably clutch. a bit too much to set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, although, I still want to give Tower more... When I've, when I've tried Tower out, it's actually done okay, mainly because the players have ignored him for half the game, and I've ignored him for half the game, so near the end of the game, <laughs> he's, got, so near the end of the game he's got full health, and then he can run in and score a goal fairly easily, because he can do a, ta- a tackle and a push fairly handily. Um, yeah. So actually, he scores a lot of goals, mainly because he's left at the end, cause untouched, and a bit bored. <laughs> he goes in. <laughs> um, so, I mean, she looks pretty cool, but again, um, I don't want to go on a long diatribe about someone I've used. Same, same as Wrecker, he's great. I mean, Marbles is very strong I think um, if I was going to use Wrecker at all I would only use him with a Hammer because otherwise you're losing you know a buff to damage mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I think I think yours at least one in your team right um, yes I would have said one is probably sufficient but I mean he looks really cool but again in, until I played a lot of him or to, with him at all I think it's probably best not to say too much because what I say is probably wrong <laughs> um, so, Martin, for the weekend, uh, what are you taking? What eight players are you taking for your... Um... So, uh, surprise, surprise, I'm taking Fillet. Um, and Princess, obviously. Fillet, you know, with the T in the end. Never heard of her. Then Shank, Brisket, Boiler, mm-hmm. uh, with Tenderizer, and Rage, and Gutter. So do you have um, any sort of teams you have in mind for, you know, your, your loadout? He wouldn't obviously Gutter wouldn't go into a Midas team. Yeah, yeah. Apart, apart from that, do you have you know is Tenderizer your uh, your fisherman pick? I guess is he quite po- Yeah, most likely, most likely. Unless unless I'm feeling a bit saucy, in which case I'll just go and try and kill them all. <laughs> yeah, which is probably the way I'm going to play. Yeah. To be honest, I, I think 
you know, having having six effective players on there instead of five and a goalkeeper, which is probably wrong, you know, but um you know, the the damage that they can out all output is it's just too tempting. Mm. Yeah, I mean yeah. I guess the thing is that with that many people who can dish out the pain, you can't avoid them all. You just can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and also I mean yeah, I mean I think with I found when I've played butchers a few times, it's occasionally Hmm? Yes. Can hear. Hello. Hello. Talking here. Sorry. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, what I was sorry, what I was trying, to, what I was about to say then was um, with the fillet team. What I found when you've played an Oxled team is that if you kill quite a few players, then they might have scattered to the wings, and then it can be quite difficult to catch the rest of them to get your work done. Whereas with the speed that fillet brings, you can dart quite happily back out to the outside between her and Shank you can get right back out to the outside wings to catch those players again yeah the only um, and you've you've also got three viable goal threats as well three fantastic goal threats I was hoping you'd say that because the question is I mean um, how many goals have you scored with her with Fillet yeah um, in four games one because yeah. I, oh. I my crutch for goals are is brisket mainly, and then shank behind that. So maybe when I've played overplaying the seven games, my playstyle will you know evolve with Philip to to maybe get a couple of goals. But if she's around doing all the the killing work, it frees up those two to to do what they do as well. So what's that's why I like yeah. that's why I like it. I think the synergies between the three are, are really nice. So what's your? Do you tend to? Go for sort of two, um, one goal and sort of four takeouts. What do you try to go? I've been doing two and two at the two moment. Two, yeah, yeah. Which is That's quite what I play for for me, Brewers. Me too. Yeah, me too. I think two and two is probably the best formula. I think so. Because um, certainly, you know, especially especially near the end of the game, if you manage to get a sw- you can get a swing quite fast, can't you? If you can get a cheeky goal, you get to yeah. sort of um, get yeah. sort of ten VP. And then we could just find one take out, and that often near the end of the game it isn't too hard to find, is it really? Yeah, and I don't mind. No, not really. I don't mind conceding it because Brisket's normally in a decent position to maybe pick up the ball and then practically be able to score that next activation if you know if she hasn't gone already. So I don't mind conceding those goals, you know, because I know there's going to be a, a good result at the end of it, which um, yeah, which I enjoy. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think we're out of time. Um, for this very short cast I'm Andrew follow me at singled underscored out GB I'm Mark follow me at the heroic play or on the heroic play dot com uh, and I'm Martin ignore me at uh, WAP Mart okay bye cheers bye bye ignore you Oh. it's only a game so put up a real good fight I'm gonna be snickering you tonight Stick in you, stick in you